Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby! Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome into the Pro Football Chase podcast. It's Isaac Signs with you on this Monday, July 11th, and I am so excited once again to be joined by my buddy, NFL safety, J.J. Wilcox, as we get ready to discuss a bevy of topics including the Baker Mayfield trade to Carolina. We'll talk about a little debate that I had on a poll on Instagram, and then we'll go in depth a little bit more about what exactly goes on in training camp, and JJ is going to be here to provide some insight on that. So, JJ, first things first, man, how are you doing on this Monday afternoon? I was going on, man. I'm doing good, feeling good. Got me a good workout in this morning. Got a chance to kind of review some notes and some, some different stats and some different headlines and um i'm excited for today man overall it's good how about you man i'm doing real good as i told you man i'm excited we're already in pretty much mid-july getting ready for training camp as you know the jags and raiders will play in the first game of the 2022 season thursday august 4th that's the annual hall of fame game in canton ohio and i can't wait to just see some nfl action back out on the field so man we're getting closer jj and and that's going to be a perfect segue later in the show when we talk about nfl training camp and what exactly goes on but we all know the main topic around the NFL really since last Wednesday when a trade went down that sent Baker Mayfield to the Carolina Panthers. I mean, there was a long waited out process from both sides, and that's because of Baker Mayfield's fully guaranteed salary, fifth year option. They were trying to figure the financials out, but finally, before training camp, the Browns strike a deal. Mayfield is headed to Carolina. And the price for Carolina is not steep at all, JJ. They just gave up mm-hmm. a conditional 2024 fifth-round pick that can convert to a fourth-round pick based on playing time. But when you heard of this deal, JJ, what were your initial reactions? Um, I, I, You know what? I was, I was caught off guard a little bit. But you know what? I thought that was a great situation for Baker. I didn't know how he would do going to Seattle. I know I heard rumors about him going to Seattle and going to different places. But to be honest with you, I think Carolina was a team of need. Um, I think uh, Baker was trying to get a new atmosphere, a new field, a new team. And um, I think it's a great fit overall. I think both, if both people with both sides can 
to really uh, get in tune with each other, get on the same page, have the same approach to uh, walks of life throughout the week, throughout training camp, get on the connection, get in there, build the camaraderie that he needs. I think it would be a good feel. Um, I think, you know, in the AFC North, it's tough because you got teams like Baltimore, you got teams like Pittsburgh. Coming out to the NFC South, you have the Falcons. You know, they're still trying to find their way a little bit. You got the Saints who's coming in strong. Everything aligned with them on the paper side of things. And then also you got Tampa Bay, you know, and they're Tampa, but Tampa Bay. So, you know, um, I think it's a great situation. I think Baker would need a new field, a new, a new beginning. I think Carolina is trying to get over that hump with a couple of key pieces that they have. And um, I, I, overall, I thought it was a great overall situation for Baker. Yeah, the Panthers, they're keen to state that there's going to be a competition in training camp between Mayfield, Sam Darnold, and, of course, rookie Matt Corral, who they drafted out of Ole Miss. I think it would be a big shock, though, if Mayfield wasn't under center in week one against his former employers because the Panthers Uh do host the Cleveland Browns in week one of the 2022 season. So, you know, there's all kinds of fireworks and there's intrigue around that storyline. But I would agree with you, JJ. Baker Mayfield, we all know 2021 was not one of his highlights. He actually played most of the season with a torn left labrum that he hurt earlier I believe in week one or two against the Houston Texans and so this is a guy that played through a pretty severe injury we all know the type of quarterback he is he's a gunslinger and I know that there is a narrative around the NFL that Baker Mayfield failed to accomplish anything of significance with all that supporting cast that he had in Cleveland you're talking Nick Chubb Kareem Hunt OBJ Jarvis Landry and Joku and so There is that that's following him into Carolina, but I will say Baker Mayfield has a chance, a fresh late. Mm -hmm. He comes in, instant starter if all goes well in training camp. And then you look at the offense he's surrounded with, Christian McCaffrey, DJ Moore, Ian Thomas, Robbie Anderson, Terrace Marshall Jr., Ben McAdoo there as the OC. He has an opportunity to flourish and make a name for himself here in 2022. Yep, I agree with you guys. Um, I think Ben McAdoo did a great job with Daniel for the short time that he was there. He was a great offensive-minded coach. Uh, like I said, their defense as well. Uh, I like Jeremy Chen on the defensive side of the ball, the things he brings with his versatility, the cornerback position, the Jackson. And they got other couple key pieces too. I like the Shaq um, as well in the middle, Shaq Thompson and all those guys. So um, I think they're going to be – I think it's a great fit. And I think, you know, he's going to a team that has a – uh, that has a chip on their shoulder. I think Carolina has been looked over for a while since they made their last playoff appearance with Cam Newton and those uh, and that crew. But um, I think I agree with you all all the way. And I think this is a last ditch attempt from Matt Rule because he's on the hot seat entering mm-hmm. his third year. He hasn't gotten the Panthers to finish above 500. They took a flyer on Sam Darnold last season. That didn't necessarily work out well. Now they throw another conditional fifth-round pick out there, getting Mayfield in the building. They drafted Matt Corral. So this is a, a very crucial stage for Matt Rule, and they're hoping that Baker Mayfield can show signs of that 2020 season in Carolina and hopefully get them into that winning percentage above 500. But as you alluded Alluded to JJ and the NFC South, you know, the New Orleans Saints and the Tampa mm-hmm. Bay Buccaneers, those two teams are lurking as serious contenders. And so I'm a little bit unsure about how that Baker Mayfield trade propels Carolina above those two. Well, I guess you can't have too many options on the center uh, coming from a situation that they had coming from with Cam there, they're switching out the, 
you know, Sam, Donald being there, they're switching out the cam and kind of going back and forth. So this gives you a little bit more depth. And if you know anything, I'm pretty sure you know with NFL, you can never have too much depth of good quality caliber players because things happen, injuries happen, uh, people fit in here, some people don't fit in here, the commodity might be off here and there, but I think with Sam Donald coming in with a little more chip on his shoulder, Baker too with a fresh new start, and you get those guys to really go in there and compete and gel with the team, and, and um, whoever comes out on top, I think that gives you a little bit more confidence walking into the season. Baker Mayfield now in Carolina, looking forward to seeing how that unfolds, and it's going to be very exciting if Baker Mayfield is indeed named the starting quarterback. You know he gets to play his former team, the Cleveland Browns, in week one. You know that there's going to be a lot of eyes on that one. And you know Baker Mayfield, based on his persona, going all the way back to his college days at Tech and then OU, this is a guy that likes to play with that fire. And so you know Baker Mayfield is going to show up and be ready to play his former team week one if of yeah. course, everything shapes up. He plays well in preseason. He is able to integrate himself well into that offense. But that is one of the main storylines right now that will continue to be discussed as we get training camp underway here in a week or two. But the next topic here, and I found this one was a little bit more of a lighthearted, fun, debate type of topic, JJ. And this has to do with two new receivers, all pro receivers, I might add, the best in the league. And, and you can debate mm-hmm. about which one's better, Tyreek Hill or Devontae Adams. But fact of the matter is, Tyreek Hill was traded to Miami. Devontae Adams was traded to the Las Vegas Raiders. Both of them got lucrative contract extensions, making them the highest paid player at their respective position, of course, until the other one trumped that. But... I got curious, and so I ran a poll on Instagram, and I asked, who will have more receiving yards with their new team this season? Would it be Tyreek Hill? Would it be Devontae Adams? And the results, JJ, were a little bit puzzling because according to the Instagram poll, 74% say Adams and 26% say Hill. Accounting for both of them, you know the type of players they are, dynamic playmakers with their new teams. Are you surprised by how lopsided that poll was? Um, a little bit. Just only because of the talent that Tyreek brings and the skill set that he's bring. But you, you can't argue be you can't argue with that as well, because Monte Adams is by far a top two, a top three receiver in the league. I had a chance to play against him early on in his career. And even then he was making plays and running routes that was unbelievable. It's hard to dictate if he was going inside route, outside route, stop routes, or go routes because his speed is so deceptive. But Tyreek Hill, man, in the time you line up with a guy like that, with that type of uh, excitement, that type of speed, it's always hard, especially for a DB, to kind of, you know, follow him every which way he go and, and keep up with the schemes and stuff that they're trying to do with him. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised that it's so lopsided. But like I said, you can't go wrong with either one of them because either one of them is um, at the best at their position and the, and the best at, at what they do. So, Well, both wide receivers tallied. 1,200-plus receiving yards and 9-plus touchdowns in each of the last two seasons for their previous teams. Now, I can understand why fans are predicting Adams to outgain Hill, you know, Derek Carr's connection and bond with Adams going all the way back to Fresno State. I believe it will pay dividends for the Raiders. And Carr, who, mind you, is coming off a career-high 4,804 yards in 2021, 
he can air it out with the best of them. And now he's got a trio of impact pass catchers at his disposal. He's got Adams. He's got Darren Waller. He's got Hunter Renfro, who they extended earlier this offseason. And so I can certainly see why a lot of people believe Adams is going to have more receiving yards than Tyreek Hill. But Tyreek Hill is a playmaker that... I'm very curious to see how new head coach Mike McDaniels, who's there in Miami, who is coming Mm -hmm. from San Francisco, the Kyle Shanahan tree, and you know that they use Debo Samuel in in, in a variety of ways, Mm -hmm. and I can envision an offense where Tyree Kill is getting the ball in his hands very frequently, even more so when he was in Kansas City. And if you paid attention, J.J., Tyreek Hill said on his podcast that he was a little bit disrespected. He was frustrated with his lack of targets in Kansas City. And so this is a guy that is coming to Miami with the full intention to get the ball every single chance he can. And so for those reasons, I'm going to go with the uh, wild card pick here. I'm going to say Tyreek yeah. Hill ends up with more receiving yards. Yep, I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that simply because of I think they like you said they're going to use Tyreek in so many different ways where he can get the touches in the ball. You with somebody with that type of caliber home run hit, that type of speed, that type of determination, that type of hunger, uh, even with the stats and the all pro um, status that he has, I still think they use him uh, reverses. I still think they use him slants, drags, short routes, and then eventually when keys when teams start figuring that out, then you just take it over the top. And, and that I think we'll see a lot of more stuff, especially with Mike, uh, with the play action coming off with Shanahan. You know, we all know Shanahan, Shanahan and that pedigree that he has off the play action and the zone run and the schemes that they have to get their receivers and those type of caliber players the ball in their hands. So I agree with you. I think Tyreek, they're going to use him in a way similar to Debo. I think they're going to start all the first couple of games, just get him and Tyreek and those guys all on the same page, short throws, get them, get them in a the rhythm. Uh, offense is all about a rhythm. Sometimes it takes longer, sometimes it don't. But I think with the chemistry that they probably had over the season, I uh, heard great things over OTA. I think they were trying to sign him, um, keep him around even for a longer time. So um, I think it's a great fit, and I think Tyreek, too, as well, is going to um, come out with more receiving yards this year. The question is Tua Tungavailoa. He's entering his third year, fifth overall pick of the 2020 NFL Draft. He has much to prove with McDaniels at the helm in Miami. And one can argue that Miami's drive to pursue McDaniels was indeed for Tua and his untapped potential as an NFL passer. And so there's no shortage of talent, that's for sure. Because when you look at the Dolphins' depth chart, you have Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddle, who had an electric rookie season, who's another just explosive receiver out there, Mike Gusecki. And then they signed Cedric Wilson Jr. from the Cowboys, who, you know, I was a big fan of his. And not a good thing to see him leave Dallas, but I can understand why he left for a larger role, more money. And then you have a backfield that consists of a lot of speedy running backs that are also good in the past Mm -hmm. game, like Chase Edmonds, Raheem Mostert, Miles Gaskin, Sonny Michelle. So the talent is there. The question is, can Tua deliver? So what are your thoughts on Tua? I like Tua. I think he's I think he's now it's time to show what you can do. Uh, I think this year is critical for him. Uh, I think it's going into year three. For- Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. 
At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Um, I think around this time, you're going to have time to kind of see defenses, see different schemes, see how this conference lineup, see how the non-conference people and, you know, different defenses challenge him. He got some key pieces. He got the running game support. He got offensive-minded coach, head coach. So I think so I think stars are aligning for him. I think it's time for him to get over that hump and start classifying himself as a top quarterback um, in this league. And I, I think he has a caliber forward coming from Alabama and the stuff, things he did there. Um, and I, I'm excited to see him, but I think it's time for him to show. And I think he knows, and I think he's feeling, and I think he's in a great situation with a a great young um, new coach that's offensive minded and they come from a great background or pedigrees of quarterbacks as well. So I'm excited for him, and um, I think this year is the year for Tua to, um, to show and a breakout this year. And that's a guy that is heavily scrutinized by a lot of pundits and a lot of fans. And so, with the type of talent he has, the new head coach there. One can think that he is going to deliver and he's going to improve on all accounts this coming season. That's just another part of the 2022 NFL season. But as we move to the third topic of the show, and this is a, an opportunity for you, of course, it's always a pleasure mm-hmm. having you on the podcast and you're bringing that player perspective. And I think that's something that a lot of listeners really appreciate. And so training camp were July 11th, as I mentioned at the top of the podcast, and looking at the list of reporting dates from teams rookies for some teams will report as early as next monday july 18th so we're a week away from some of these rookies getting into their first ever training camp and so when you watch hard knocks and you see all these shows a lot of people lose focus of the dog days as you all say of training Mm -hmm. camp and what goes on with full padded practices the the grind the meetings the the bonding so jj why don't you talk a little bit about what exactly goes on at training camp what were your experiences as a rookie and also as a vet um training camp is it's fun It's, it's 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 to separate the boys from the men i can definitely say that um there's no more running the helmets. There's no more tagging off. There's no more uh, being friendly at, at OTAs and minicamp. This is where the grind comes in. This is where you find out your players, your superstars, your the leaders, your co-captains, and everything else that aligns with that. You know, the, the strongest one in the bunch, also the weakest one in the bunch, need to be just as strong because, like I said, we're going to have things throughout the season that happens. And we, this is where you find out what's going on. As a rookie for me, Rookie uh, training camp was an eye opener. 
Uh, we had two practices a day coming in from college. You know, you might have one and another practice where it was just helmets or something else. But it's football camp, training camp in the NFL is it's full pads. It's, it's special team practice, which is like another practice. It's, it's full of meetings. It's full of um, itinerary, being being accountable, being this. And um, I think this is a great time for teams to diverse, find out who their key player, role player is going to be. And it's also a great time to find out situational football. I know a lot of people like to talk about that, but this is cute. This is huge. Too many offense, four many offense, too many defense, uh, four many defense, up at half, down at half. So this is the time where you grind. This is the time where you find out who yourself is. This is the time to find out if I did my proper training that I was supposed to do during after OTAs and minicamp. Uh, am I physically, mentally ready and in shape enough to go in here to perform and show what I can do and also to compete? Um, this is the time where you, like I said, you get to find out who's your who's your dog warrior. So who, who's the guys that that could be a nice good backup roles too. So it's a great time. I enjoyed it as a rookie. As a vet, I didn't really like it as much because there's so much going on and it's, and it's so you can get lost in the what ifs and the whatnot. But luckily for me, man, I, I, I just always focus on myself and pride myself and get one to two percent better each and every day stepping on the field. If it was just stand up and practice catching footballs or even lining up going against a guy like Jason Witten and um, every day at camp and doing different things like that. So it was fun for me I, as people, as rookies and stuff heading into this this time of the year. I think they should just focus on being the best version of themselves and find out how they can contribute, contribute to a team, how they can be a help to a team, find somebody that's, that they admire or they are a role model figure in them, follow them. It's okay to follow. I know everybody want to come in and do their own things, but you got to think the path has already been laid years and years and years before us. So you gravitate to somebody that's similar to you. You find somebody that that you want to kind of image it a little bit, and and you and you trail behind them and you follow those steps. And that and um, that was a key role for me. Uh, I had Barry Church, I had Mo Claiborne, I had Brandon Carr. Those guys as a rookie wrapped their arms around me and did a great job. And I did the same thing for a lot of guys as well when I was at you know, Pittsburgh, Tampa, and even here in Atlanta Falcons, I gravitated to a lot of guys like KZ, uh, Keanu Neal, Rico Allen, all those guys gravitated to me. So it was it was great to be on both sides at uh, different times in my career. You mentioned one thing that I want to I want to follow up on because it is really big. And, and I, when I interview players before training camp, they also echo the same sentiment, JJ. But you you have to be coming into training camp in shape. Because you yes, remember man. the last mandatory mini camp and the training camp, there's a gap there, about a two, three week gap where these players, you all get the opportunity to go spend time with family and, and all mm-hmm. that good stuff. And I think the point of emphasis, and I'm sure coaches make it very clear before they send the players out for a mini break before camp is, hey, stay in shape, stay training, do your job, stay mentally sharp. How important was it for you during that two to three week period that you had before training camp to elevate your skills and stay in shape? Well, yeah, it, it was it was different as a rookie because I, I actually take that back. It was actually easier as a rookie because I was coming off the combine. I was already tip top shape from football coming from the combine and then having pro day workouts and then transitioning into draft. And then after the draft, you have the rookie mini OTA. So I was constantly steady moving as my rookie year. Now, my second year, which was actually my best year, I had a little time to kind of decompress from all of that things going on as my rookie year, 
because as the rookie year is the most busiest year for an NFL player. Um, and so just finding that balance because you don't want to burn yourself out too much. You have to know you and know what your, know what your strengths is, know what your weakness is. You talk with your coaches on what to get better at. You talk to your coaches on what to get, you know, some things you need to improve on. And those are the keys and the stuff that you should take to you when you're going, your training, your process, to your weight room coach, to your, your trainer and everybody else. So um, you have to find that balance. But at the same time, I'm telling people this, uh, football is nearly 365, 24-7 times a day uh, just because you don't want to – just as hard as it is to get out of shape, it's just as hard to get back into it. So you don't want to go into training camp trying to get into shape, but you at the same time, you don't want to go into training camp burnt out or doing too much so you have to find the balance you have to find somebody that's why i say your first rookie year two or three you'll find your veteran somebody that can help you walk through what things should look like it's just i'll say for the most part is just finding that balance because when you go into camp everything is going from zero to 100 and you have to be ready for that ramp immediately because you got one or two days to acumen and after that it's full go and if you can't get it done we'll find guys in other situations that can so i think it's just finding that balance finding that routine learning what your coaches told you from OTAs, your strengths, your weaknesses, and you emphasize that into your training. And let that, and know that, you put the time in and the effort in to do and to get in the best shape of your life. There are a few teams that every year they'll go and they'll have training camp outside of their team headquarters, and the Dallas Cowboys are one of them. They've been going mm-hmm. to Oxnard, California for many years now, and that's something that mm-hmm. you're able to participate in. And so that feeling, I guess, is a little bit different as opposed to a team that is doing training camp at their headquarters because now you're essentially dorming with roommates. You're, you're having mm-hmm. more opportunities to bond. You're secluded away from all the things you love. You're in Oxnard, away from everything. You're focused on right. building that team chemistry. So how does that play a factor? Being a part of that training camp experience where you're going elsewhere, you're staying in, in hotel rooms or, or condos, whatever the case is, and you're just mm-hmm. focused on football. How does that play a factor for you and, and for others that are experiencing the same thing? It was a great factor. It was a great factor because, you know, once you left from Dallas heading to Oxnard, it was just strictly football. No other outside distractions, no party life, no other stuff, no trouble, no ways for guys to get into trouble. It's a straight time for you to jail. It's a straight time for you to bond. It's a straight time for you to get to work. And it was great. We had our itinerary. Uh, we didn't have any distractions from family, parents, or girlfriend, boyfriend, you know, however else, you know, in that, in that sense. So it was great. It was great for me. I was locked in. Um, I knew what my schedule was day in and day out. I, I'm a guy to like to plan ahead. To get my day started, I want to wake up 30 minutes earlier to do different things, maybe get in the hot tub, maybe get some treatment. So it gives you a time to maximize your time, your space, and your profession. And that's what I enjoy the most for Hawks We all know how hot times can get in Dallas. So teams that's not traveling, teams like Miami, teams like Tampa, teams like even Houston down there, you know, you got to get your body accumulated. You have to get your body used to it. You have to get your body ready to go and get ramped up in the heat in the days, you know. That's just part of it. So auction art was great for me. It was a time for me to seclude myself, to lock into my craft, to get better, and to jail with my team to get to win and uh, get a chance to win that trophy. Absolutely. And lastly, you know, they cut the preseason from four games to three games last year, and that'll continue to be the trend. And so there were some people that were for it, and there were some that were against it. And I guess a lot of the rookies and undrafted guys – it's one less game that they get a chance to audition for, you know, for a roster spot. 
But mm-hmm. I think the large majority of NFL players, they were happy with the reduction of three games because it saves them an extra game or other players, injuries, all that stuff. So what are your thoughts on that reduced preseason, and do you like it for the league? Um, I do. <clears throat> I think a lot of times we, we had a lot of people, like I say, get injured. Like I say, it's going from zero to 100. So the injury side of it, I'm thinking more so the injury side of it. I, I, I think it's great for that sense. I uh, also can look from the outside in as a rookie, as a guy that's trying to get in there and prove himself, earn his stripes, show what he can do. Um, I think it's less fortunate for them, but I think with training camp and the OTAs and everything that they have now, I think it's great for them, and they are re- they are enjoyed more so on the later end. But overall, I think it's good. I think the NFL is trying to do a better job of actually um, actually coming together, not only for the safety of us, but the safety of the people around us too, and the people that's getting involved. So I think it's great. Uh, football is already a physical demanding sport, so the more you can kind of uh, keep that in the foresight of your, you know, the thinking and the processes and everything that we grow through. I think it's great. I think they added on the two games towards the end to give teams that's kind of on the bubble that was kind of, you know, maybe eight and eight, maybe second in the conference as a division, maybe get a chance to actually get into the playoffs with an extra game or two. So you have to look at it from both sides. You know, you still got an extra two or three games to actually get yourself maybe in the playoffs pitchers. I know it's kind of early for that now, but, you you know, it's always in the foresight of, you know, a vision of where you want to go. So I think it's great in that sense and, and also, you know, for the health standpoint, but um, more so for the rookies and stuff trying to prove undrafted free agents and stuff, things like that, veterans coming in late, you know, it's unfortunate for that side. But um, I think everything is going to work out and play itself out. I'm curious to see how everything's keep moving forward. Well, all eyes are on August 4th, the first preseason game of the 2022 season. And then, of course, week one in early September. I can't wait to see how this season unfolds. There's always twists, there's turns, and I'm sure there's going to be a whole lot more of that as we gear up for training camp coming up at the end of this month. But again, uh, I appreciate all of you tuning in from wherever you're tuning in from to the Pro Football Chase podcast. It's always a pleasure to hear all of you, your good feedback. And, and JJ, as always, man, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast, getting to pick your brain a little bit on the player perspective. But I enjoyed today's show, man, and I look forward for football as it's coming up very, very soon. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you, Isaac, man. Like I told you, it's always an honor and a pleasure. Um, to be on here with you. Um, like I said, I haven't met anybody else as passionate as me about this game of sport, and you definitely gave me a different insight of that. So it's always a blessing, and I'm always grateful for you actually giving me a chance and opportunity to be on this platform with you. Absolutely, JJ. Hey, man, well, take care. God bless, and uh, we'll see you right back here next Monday for another episode. All right, talk to you soon. Thank you. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. 
Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.